come from? Gentlemen, do you realize what we've found? It came from outer space to fill the world with terror. What earthly power can stop this terror? That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop. The podcast from outer space. All right. Rolling. Hey, when you are. And welcome back to the podcast from outer space. It's your boy, Rob Scott. We got Billy the Kid, a.k.a. the Korean Cowboy in the studio. What's going on, gentlemen? And as always, it's Ryan Scott. Greetings, Earthlings. And this is episode 115, where we will be discussing the Arrow Senate hearing. Uh, Just jumping back into the UAP government intelligence project, if you want to call it that. Not really sure, but, you know, do we really know what's going on with these UAPs? Are they even real? Are they of this Earth? Are they just a Chinese weather balloon? We're going to get down to business. Yes, and happy Memorial Day to everybody out there. I think this will drop around then. Uh, R.I.P. to our fallen alien brethren, uh, the Roswell crash, uh, you know. Rest in peace. We got to pour one out for them. Yep. Um, So as Rob said, this is more or less a continuation of our UAP uh, Pentagon report episode. Episode number 95, if you guys want to check that out. Now, in that episode, we covered the massive Pentagon report on UAPs, with the consensus there being that the government has no clue what some of these UAPs, UFOs are, and their aim was to gather more intelligence. Uh, Now, needless to say, since that episode was about two years ago, um, with that report being released in June of 2021, there's been plenty of updates in the UAP space since then. Uh, You know, we've seen the saga of the Chinese spy balloon spotted over Canada, Michigan, culminating in an F-22 fighter jet shooting it down over the Carolinas. Uh, New videos have been released. We got flying triangles, metallic spheres, infiltrating airspace, and of course, endless amounts of more clickbait articles. Where are the aliens? Mothership could be in our solar system. Stanford professor says aliens are 100% on Earth. Uh, You know, so we're seeing more and more stuff. And with these episodes, these kind of, you know, it's no secret. We like to cover the historical stuff, get into some, some older episodes where it's said and done. You know, it's history. We're, we're kind of recounting those. Now, with a lot of these more like current event episodes... It is kind of hard to grasp because there's just so much and there's so much that's still coming out. I mean, uh, Billy brings us this idea for the episode. He said, hey, guys, I've been looking at this Arrow stuff. This could make for a good episode. And in just the the weeks that it took us to do this research into this, um, there's been more UAP stuff released. Like there's been this new uh, flares video. People are saying they're military flares. um, But Jeremy Corbell would have you believe that it's a triangle UFO spotted over some marine base. You guys seen any of that? I actually haven't. No. I, and if honestly, if it's Jeremy Corbell, like, come on, every, everything's an alien. (laughs) This was, (laughs) this is what I'm saying, but it was so funny because this was probably released maybe like two days ago. Um, when we're recording this and right. I'm looking at the fucking Reddit uh, comments about it. And I got to say one of the, I think this is my, maybe the best comment I may have ever read. Um, 
One of the commenters just said, this dude needs to go back to brewing IPAs and stop trying to be a UFO messiah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I mean, even just before we sat down to record this, I saw uh, some other like UAP thing was released. Some report from Avi Loeb's uh, Galileo project. I guess they published their first like scientific paper on... uh, laying the groundwork for how to study these things. And I mean, we'll get, we've got some of that in here later, but it's an, it's an ongoing story, guys. It's an ongoing investigation. Uh, There's a lot to unpack here, but in this episode, we are focusing on Aero. That is the all domain anomaly resolution office and their briefing. Hell of a name. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if we know one thing from doing all these podcasts is that the government has no shortage of, guys ready to like name projects and departments there's Um, probably like a whole department just for that like (laughs) just for naming (laughs) uh yeah and and there so specifically we're going to focus on arrows briefing to the senate committee on armed services more specific the subcommittee on emerging threats and capabilities now this took place on april 19th of this year uh there was two portions one closed to the public and one open Now, obviously, we are only discussing the open one as none of us hold a secret security clearance in the Senate. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) None of us yet. So once again, I have been scouring the subreddits, are aliens, are UFOs, and high strangeness uh, to see again. Is this any different than Project Blue Book or any of the government agencies that have followed in their footsteps investigating UFOs? Or as we said in the last episode, is this just more and more bureaucratic bullshit and scrambling from agency to agency? Um, now, I got to say, I believe all three of us, we did watch the hearing in its entirety, uh, which is, as I said, what sparked this episode. And we saved you, the loyal legion, the trouble of viewing it yourself. Uh, however, I would recommend- 10 of 10 would not recommend. <laughs> yeah, I would recommend if you've had trouble sleeping- um, you know, throw this thing on because once again, it's as dry as the goddamn Sahara, you know? Now, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I I, <laughs> I enjoyed its dryness. You thoroughly enjoyed the hearing. I mean, I, I liked it. It was interesting. It was just kind of like, oh, you know, I stumbled across it, but I'll get more into that later on for sure. Um, okay. I didn't I didn't find it terribly boring. I just just because the information was it was just so shocking to me, I guess. But not really because of Project Blue Book and ATIP, <laughs> but you know. I just wasn't expecting okay. it. Yeah. Okay, okay. Got me well, feeling like Moses wandering around the desert. It was so dry. Yeah, I know. Oh, God yeah. damn. Um and I'm saying we'll get into the parts that you enjoyed, Billy. Um, because I'm interested to hear more about that. Now now let's just a little background, you know, before we dive in. So it's no secret, you know, we know the government is involved in the fucking studying collection of intelligence data, whatever you want to call it, on UAPs, UFOs, whatever you want to call them. Now, we already know ATIP is no more. They got shit canned. Um, Lou Elizondo, you know, he came out as a whistleblower. He was an ATIP. That, that program is no more. They kick Tom DeLong to the curb. He's touring with Blink-182 again. Now, (laughs) (laughs) in June of 2020, the Senate Intelligence Committee confirmed that the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force 
had been ATIP's successor. Uh, and once again, there is yet another agency that has taken their place. Now, this new agency is Arrow, or as we said, the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. Um, so essentially, this is a rebranding of an already existing agency. You had Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, ATIP, from 2007 to 2012. As we said, this was Lou Elizondo. This is kind of when the New York Times story broke, basically re-sparked UFOs being a big part of, of, of news and, and public interest. Um, then you had the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. Uh, they were took the reins from 2017 to 2020. Now, in July of 2022, it was announced that UAPTF uh, was succeeded as an organization by Arrow. So now Arrow is the new organization from 2020 to the present. Um, now, this new agency requires quarterly classified reporting to Congress, which began no later than June 13th of 2022. Now, they said, hey, guys, we got to get back to a phallic name. First it was A-Tip, now it's Arrow. You know, we got to stick to this consistency here in the government. Okay, yeah, yes, because if we know one thing, it's that the government loves to fuck us. So they need a... They're, <laughs> they're dicks. They're dicks. Yes, they love dicks. They need a phallic name for this agency. Um, okay, so their mission remains similar. Arrow is going to focus on one, surveillance, collection, and recording, two, system capabilities and design, Three, intelligence operations and analysis. Four, mitigation and defeat. Five, governance. And six, science and technology. Now, the organization also has aims to increase communication between the military and intelligence community on anything involving unidentified marine and or aerial craft that could potentially be a threat to U.S. forces military bases, or be spying on sensitive uh, facilities. Um, so April 19th, 2023, Arrow briefs the Senate on how things are going. Now, just from the briefing video or from any headlines you guys have seen, what's your first take, hot take? What do we got here? Personally, I feel like it's kind of... Um still in the same boat as the last time they released the UAP information. It's like, okay, great. There's a new organization with a little bit more like goals set out that we know of. But at the same time, just from watching the briefing, it's like, honestly, you would think that these people would be a little bit more excited, like talking about this kind of stuff. And as <laughs> okay. it just seemed like, yeah, no one really gave a fuck and they're just there to like clock in clock out type shit. Like they're like, uh, yes, yes. Oh, thank you, sir. Oh, thank you, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, none of the questions were really that exciting. And it just seemed like, I don't, I mean, like, obviously it, it, it is exciting stuff in my opinion, but it just seems like they still are, you know, I'm sure the classified one was a little bit more exciting, but this one was just kind of like dry cut and like, uh, we still don't really know what's going on. We have all these videos, we have all these reports and we're just going to analyze them. And, uh, here's a fucking 
pie chart of what they look like and blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, that's cool. And that's awesome that you compiled all that information, but there's still no like consensus on where they're coming from or, you know, how they're getting this technology. And I will say your um, spiel there was just a little more enthusiastic than the gentleman in the briefing. Uh, you know, <laughs> precisely. Hey, look, like I said, you know, get me a job at Arrow because I feel like I'm doing their job for them right now. I'm just looking at these videos, looking, listening to these briefings, and I'm wondering what the hell is going on. And I don't have a definitive answer for you, so might as well get be getting paid for it. Okay, all right. Now, Billy, you were shocked by this video. You were this excited. You now, what do we got here? First take, hot take. What do we got? Yeah, I mean, well, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting it. I was just like perusing through YouTube randomly one day and. I saw it. It was like Arrow, you know, Senate briefing, like new unidentified aerial f- uh, phenomenon task force, and I was like, "Oh, okay, so th- they're 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 continuing this whole thing." And I guess what really, you know, because I watched it, I clicked on it on- almost immediately, and the thing I noticed uh, from the thing that stood out to me was how, for one, the government is acknowledging that this phenomenon is happening once again. You know, we had. ATIP, we have Project Blue Book. Right. We know that the government has had agencies to, to study this phenomenon, but it's like almost like, okay, well, we're reinforcing this. Now we're creating an agency that is actually interagency, as you said. Um, you know, Arrow combines intelli- the intelligence community with the DOD community, with scientists, with, you know, people that uh, manufacture and create these radars. And it's like this whole new kind of exploration of these professionals working together to debunk a lot of these things or to prove it. And the fact that they said that they didn't know what a lot of it was, it's interesting. Okay, so so for you, they're sort of rotating the object. Exactly. Piggybacking off what Billy just said, it's like, it's still like the same like bullshit run around like, Oh, here's this information, but we don't really know what it is. And okay. it's like how lo- how long can you like keep <laughs> that game going without like and still expect to get funding, which I'm assuming like from the sound of that hearing is like if they stay up to task on like what their duties are, they will be extending their funding, but it's like you know, this shit has been happening since ATIP in 2019. Even and for even Blue Book, you could argue it's been going on for seventy five years. They've been yeah. saying, yeah, but at least, <laughs> at least, I mean, t- to my knowledge, those guys were actually like out in the field, like interviewing people, like trying to, like, actually investigate what's going on. It seems like, like nowadays with Arrow, it's just like everything is, like, even in that briefing, the lady was like oh, there needs to be like an online database where people can submit their sightings and stuff and pictures. And it's like, it's just a bunch of nerds behind the computer like, oh, got a new video to watch. And it's like, okay, (laughs) yeah, like you watch the fucking video, but like, what is it? What's going on? Like, get out there and figure this shit out. Because like, like if an alien attack happens, these guys are going to (laughs) be like behind the computer with their fucking dick in their hand. Okay. So you want them to pull up their bootstraps, get in the fucking field. 
I should I have mean, died sure. in the field with my men. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there. I'm sure there's guys out there that are doing it. We just don't know about it because they're obviously not going to like broadcast to the whole world on YouTube. Like, oh, hey, we got like this group out here yeah, researching right. this. I mean, those I mean? are so, that's black guys, uh, black ops guys. Excuse me. Black ops guys, dude. You're not going to know about them. <laughs> you sure about that, Ryan? Sounds like you said. You sure about yeah, that? Know. You know. We're not going to know about any black ops going on. Okay. All right. Yeah. So Billy loves the fact that this is interagency. He's excited. They're looking at this from a new angle. Rob saying, get out from behind the computers, ditch the science and fucking get some eyewitness testimony. I mean, obviously you got to have some guys behind the computers and answering phones and whatnot, but science, it's like, dude. well, I mean, it just Rob. Well, the the difference is in Arrow. From what I understand, the guys behind the computer are the guys that like manufacture the radars. You know that um, that that can can be like, oh no, it was just a blip. Like it's just a blip of like a manufacturer within the radar. You know what I mean? It's things like that where it's you can you can look at each individual scenario and footage, and you can you can scrutinize it through through uh, professional. You know, I guess Knowledge. scientific subject theory. matter experts, right? So that's um, what's cool about it to me, I guess. Okay, now a classic smudge on the lens scenario, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Now I'm I'm thinking I watched this thing and I'm thinking uh, a first off, really we uh, we couldn't have pushed this one day. Come on, Senate, a 420 alien briefing—that's fucking gold. That's going <laughs> to drum up eyeballs. That's going to get funding. You know. Um, so that's their well, first mistake. They fucked up there. Um, now, I was also thinking it'd be cool if the video starts and there's just aliens sitting there, like, ready to brief the Senate behind the microphones. <laughs> like, it's just, and the government's just like, you guys want disclosure? Here you go. Why don't you fucking deal with this? Um, so those two things, disappointing right off the bat. Um, and I'm going to say, it seems like the whole point of this operation, um, I mean, Rob, you kind of hit on this, is pretty much the same as it's been since the Blue Book days of the 50s. You know, it's to just identify potential aerial threats that have been observed by the military. And basically, like, we want to know what's going on in our own backyard, so to speak. Um, now, Arrow, let's get into this new motherfucking agency uh, because... We'll give you some background on the agency. So the director, the gentleman in the video briefing the Senate, is Dr. Sean M. Kirkpatrick. Now, he is a laser and materials physicist. Uh, his doctoral research was focused on, get this, guys, nonlinear and non-equilibrium photon dynamics of rare earth doped fluoride crystals. Whatever the fuck that is. That, that sounds hard. <laughs> I was actually trying to dive into that. I think it's basically like a better way to make lasers. You're not familiar with the uh, non-equilibrium phonon dynamics of rare <laughs> earth materials? Yeah. This is, I guess it's just a better way to make lasers. Uh, rare so this earth guy's, doped materials. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a fucking laser nerd, you know? Now, he did... Postdoctoral research at the University of Illinois, go uh, fighting Illini, and 
at the, and also at the United States Navy Naval Research Laboratory before joining the Air Force Research Laboratory in 97. Um, and then he moved over to our pals in the CIA in 2003. Um, so that's a, a background on the director. Now, interesting side note here, and I want to kind of go down this um, branch before we get into the hearing. Um, so in March of this year, just last month uh, or two months ago, Dr. Kirkpatrick and astrophysicist Avi Loeb, Loeb or Lo, Loeb, I don't know how you say his name. Um, they released sounds made up. <laughs> they released a manuscript on the physical constraints of hypothetical alien spaceships existing in the solar system. And I'll go ahead. How is that a job? How is that a job? Well, let me get to the paper, Rob. Okay. Hypothetical. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but see, that's what a lot of people fail to miss is the hypothetical. And I think this is interesting. I'll link the, I'll link this paper in the description of the episode. Now, I want to hop into this a bit because it is pretty interesting and it could make for a whole nother episode. Uh, but from what I could gather, um, and again, this paper was written by Avi Loeb is this Harvard guy. So this is way over my head here, but the focus seemed to be around a muamua, which, uh, I heard someone say is Hawaiian for visitor from afar, but I don't know if that's true. When I looked it up on Google Translate, it said it was like Oumuamua was Hawaiian for first of all. Yeah, I have no we gotta idea. Check in with, uh, <laughs> we got to check in with our boy Dwayne Johnson on that one. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm from Hawaii um, and I don't know that, so sorry, boys. All right, well, maybe ask some of your, of your Hawaii brethren what Oumuamua truly means. Um, but let's go with visitor from afar because that's badass. You guys remember this fucking thing? I do. I do remember it. it. Yeah. So this was like the first interstellar object detected passing through the solar system and scientists kind of debated its origin. Uh, you know, if it was natural, there's a bunch of scientific weird shit with its movement, its flight path. There's no trail, that type of shit. Um, so in the paper... They're basically talking about the need to establish multiple ways of measuring by the laws of physics before coming to any conclusions. Now, the paper does open up with, as we said, a hypothetical scenario reading, quote, Some or orbital parameters of Oumuamua and IM2 inspires us to consider the possibility that an artificial interstellar object could potentially be a parent craft that releases many small probes during its close passage to Earth, an operational construct not too dissimilar from NASA missions. Okay, so that's grabbing your attention, right? Now, the paper goes on to talk about how the probes would be released and not detected, um, how they could use starlight to charge their batteries and liquid water as fuel. Uh, this would explain why they target the habitable region around stars where liquid water may exist on the surface of rocky planets with an atmosphere just like Earth. And they'd be unmanned craft sent to explore. Yada, yada, yada. You get the drift. We've heard it before. Um, now, of course, as Rob just said, this is a hypothetical intro to the paper uh, but since the rest of the paper is all fucking Harvard nerd physics talk, that's the only people that people grab as headlines and, and report it as fact. Like one article said, 
The headline was Pentagon UFO leader who pinned alien mothership paper to testify before the Senate. Um, now, furthermore, this paper is just a draft. It's not even peer reviewed. Um, and again, I'm weeding through the clickbait, trying to find what the fucking hell this paper is all about. And it's basically saying we need more evidence before making claims about distance and velocity in single site observations. Um, but as we know, um, stuff like the aliens are here and alien mothership sends probes to earth gets a lot more clicks and interest than this is interesting, but we don't know what it is. Um, yeah. So yet again, don't know (laughs) what this is, not sure what it is. And you're writing a goddamn sci-fi intro to your paper instead of telling us what the fuck's going on. Okay, but see, the paper, I don't think the goal of the paper was to tell us what this is. The goal seems to be more about this Avi Loeb guy getting funding for the Galileo project. Now, like I talked about, that just released before I sat down some paper from the Galileo project, which essentially, like, this guy founded in 2021... Uh, not to be confused with the Jupiter probe of the same name, this is a nonprofit project studying UAP cases. Um, and again, this is another episode for another day, but it's basically this guy's own like private version of Arrow, I would think. Like this Avi Loeb guy is just like, hey, we need to study these. I'm going to get funding. I'm going to set up my own sensors and we can sort of monitoring these things. Um, But I thought it was interesting that he's working with Kirkpatrick on this. And some views on this Avi Loeb guy, um, some people say he's got like a habit of sensationalizing stuff in a way that seems like an attention grab, you know, just like we said, like he writes this whole paper on cold, hard physics, but opens up with, of course, this isn't an alien craft. That would be ridiculous, but it could be. It's like, this isn't aliens, but if it was, this is how they would operate, you know? (laughs) Right. And, you know, I did, uh, I did see an interview with a Avi Loeb. I think that's how you pronounce it. Avi Loeb. Um, and he did talk about the Amuamua. The one thing he did mention, which I thought was very interesting, was he was saying, like, he, he was saying, we don't think that it's an alien craft. The problem is no scientist or physicist or astrophysicist can really rationalize it w- with basic scientific uh, means. So it's like, if science can't understand it, then he's saying then why not look at the possibility of it being extraterrestrial, you know, um, uh, maybe intelligent in origin. And he said that thinking in the scientific community for the longest time has been, you've been like basically outlawed by the scientific community because it's outlandish or how, right. you know, that you're, you're talking about aliens, like no way, like, you know, that's crazy. And so you, you he said he, he got like, I mean, he claims that he got ostracized. He almost got like, excommunicated from the scientific uh, community for even acknowledging the possibility of it being extraterrestrial. Now, let me remind you that this is a phenomena that no one apparently can really understand with the Muamua. Not only that, but you have Dr. Kirkpatrick, where in the Senate hearing himself, he admitted at the, you know, actually quite a few times during the hearing that they, you know, there's no hard evidence for, for it being alien, extraterrestrial these these crafts as we'll get into later 
But he also said that they'll go where the science leads them. And if it leads them to proof of aliens, then, you know, they're open-minded to it. So I don't know. Just uh, I think that these guys are just open to the possibility. And that's just kind of my two cents on it. Rob? I was just going to say, I think um, with the sensationalizing and hypotheticals, it's like if you did take the time to watch the Senate hearing, it's pretty obvious that at least in the hearing that we got to see that none of these senators really seem to give two fucks about it. So if you gra- go out and grab their attention on like, oh, this is what could possibly be going on, right? that at least ignites some interest in these guys. And it's like, obviously you can tell by the way that each program has kind of began and then been disbanded over the years that like they're basically given like a expiration date and it's like you can't continue to get funding with the whole oh we're we're studying this for five years but we can't tell you what's going on because we're not sure and it's like you got to have something there to like kind of keep the ball rolling so it to me it feels like they're just making up shit like hypothetically to just keep people interested and keep the funding going. But at the same time, it's like at least to what the public is in on, it doesn't seem like they're really getting anywhere with it besides like categorizing like what shape it is, how it's propelled, like all the basic shit that like just us watching a video could tell from it. And it's like, it's kind of like, <clears throat> with the with going on the scientific side of it saying oh well like science can't explain this it's like yeah well you can have that same argument about a lot of stuff like you could say oh god doesn't exist cuz there's not scientific evidence of it but it's like obviously you know <clears throat> we can go with the evolution theory of things or we can think that there is a higher power out there and it's in my opinion like again not a scientist but it's very close minded in my opinion to think that earth is like the center of the universe and that there's nothing else out there in our entire galaxy that has some form of intelligent life that would be able, I think at the end of the day, it just boils down to, I think scientists find it very hard and like almost impossible to believe that like, they're not the smartest people in the universe. And it's like, Oh, well, if these guys have this advanced technology, how are they getting it? And like, we can't understand this stuff. So maybe it's not real. Okay. Lot to unpack there. I think it's, uh, so I think there is a difference like this Avi Loeb guy. I don't think he gives a fuck about funding from the government. I think he's trying to get, he's taking this whole thing private. He's going the Musk route which is like kind of cool because he's saying the government's so stovepiped, compartmentalized, and like you said, hey, the government's all about taxpayer money. What are you doing with the taxpayer money? You wasted this much. We're shutting the operation down. So this guy's like, hey, I'm going to get my own team of physicists, my own sensors, and just kind of fucking monitor this thing and see where the science takes us. I think that is like the big difference between what he's trying to do and then the whole fucking arrow agency. Um, but back to arrow, you know, as we said, the, this interagency organization started in June of 22 enacted by Congress to study and get this guys. We got a new term here, 
unidentified anomalous activity. So this changed from aerial uh, phenomenon. So, you know, you had UFO, then they rebranded that to unidentified aerial phenomenon. Then they rebrand this to unidentified anomalous activity. Um, so they continue with the, the rebranding of the subject matter. Uh, now, Arrow, as Billy was saying, it's comprised of scientists um, and you have liaisons from the intelligence community, the DOD, NASA, the list goes on. Uh, and I think he said in the briefing they're studying about 650 cases of UAPs. Now, another interesting thing I did discover is that apparently Arrow does not have Title 50 authority. Uh, which is like, like they can't just go to the CIA and be like, hey, give us this or like give us access to your um, special access programs. And the CIA could just tell them to fuck off. Like they don't have that authority, you know? <laughs> I feel like that's now, kind of a big hole in there, you know? They would probably need to know because a huge part of this, and I'll be brief with this, but, you know, from my understanding, we're seeing more more of this UAP phenomenon and especially with these weather balloons and all these like Chinese craft that who knows how long they've been actually been flying over and surveilling per se, but it's out of, out of national defense purposes. So the fact that they couldn't vet what we have from a technology standpoint is just that, that, that like, how, how can they, how can they know anything then? Right. Yeah. And that's like what I guess a lot of people have, that's why a lot of people are kind of skeptical of this whole new agency. Like, are they really going to get anywhere? I think he said in the hearing they're trying to get some type of authority. I don't remember the exact number, like 15 or something like that. Um, gotcha. And I think the senator said that she would help him uh, if he needed to get some type of authority or what, or tell her what, what he needs, you know? Um do we think they changed it to uh, from UAP to UAA just because if you watch that one video of where it was like diving in and out of the ocean and it can possibly be like swimming underwater as well as flying in the sky, you think yeah. that's what made them switch the name because it is, yeah. obviously they can't track these things and they could either be underwater or flying through the sky. So. Right. So they want to yeah. catch all. So they want both. Um, yeah, aquatic and aerial. Um, now, okay. So let's, let's get into a little bit of their review process. Now, essentially what I gathered from the hearing is basically their process is, um, like Billy was saying, they've got teams of scientists. So they got radar guys, um, physicists, etc., And they look at evidence collected and they like separately come to their conclusions, studying radar, video data, how it's captured, the types of systems it's captured on, atmospheric conditions, that type of shit. Now, there's also teams from the intelligence community and the DOD. They each separately come to their own conclusions. And if they agree, they can sort of close out the case. Now, if not, those teams come together and then they work together to kind of reach a consensus or a final determination. Um, now, he does, like Rob was saying, this guy, this Kirkpatrick guy speaks with zero enthusiasm and he makes jokes throughout the presentation and just there's no pause. There's no timing. Like he has this one in there where he says, our whole goal is to make UAPs SEPs. 
someone else's else's problem. problem. (laughs) There's no pause or laughter. He doesn't even like allude to that's a joke. Uh, He also has like a physicist joke where he's talking about uh, some other physicist on the team. And he's like, because if you're a physicist, you can do pretty much anything. (laughs) It's just like, (laughs) it's like, get off your high horse, bro. So, so since it's founding in uh, 2022, Arrow has opened hundreds of investigations, uh, most of which were from military personnel. Um, something like half of these have been resolved with mundane explanations. You know, for instance, weather balloons, smudge on the lens, uh, some type of, I guess, um, radar error or something like that. Classic government go-tos. Now, the other half remain unexplained with insufficient data to reach any conclusion. Now, in this briefing, uh, Kirkpatrick said they are currently sitting on about 650 cases and are aiming to get faster and faster at the review process. Uh, Now, he put up this slide, which I will try to share on the Instagram there. Um, Now, obviously... A lot of people kind of found this slide like a big takeaway from the report. Like you guys were saying, this is how they kind of like classified all these things. They're they're lumping them into like classifications, like reported altitudes, the characteristics, um, where they're kind of seen UAP hotspots, so to speak. Um, now, there's a, a few things we can unpack here. Obviously, most of this phenomenon is capture, captured off the east and west coasts of major continents as this is where the radars and observational tech are due to military exercises, military presence in general. So at this point, is this it's like the chicken or the egg. You know, are we seeing them because this is where the equipment is or are things happening there uh, because that's where the military is, you know? If a UFO falls in the forest, is anyone around to see it? Does it make a sound? <laughs> yeah, you know, you can see what I'm getting at here. Like, they did specify that the area of hotspots are just where the data comes from. So, what I'm thinking is that obviously, like, the hotspots reported by the government just map to where here's a shocker. We have more sensors, you know, it's kind of like 90% of shark attacks happen in waist deep water because that's where 90% of people are. You know, did you guys have a different reading on this or are you, uh, what are we thinking here with this graph? No, I mean, like, I think that it obviously the East and West coasts of the continents where they have these military exercises this is where they have this technology so it's actually kind of intriguing to me because i think well where else is this happening you know what i mean it might be happening in areas where we don't have this technology so i mean it probably is we just don't have the ability to capture it and if they have like uh black sites like special access program sites they're not going to put them on this map you know Uh, because that's classified information. Now, this brought me... So I I was thinking, or, you know, we talked about the rebranding of UAP to UAA. Are aliens perhaps sea creatures? Dolphins from the deep that have become sentient? Uh, You know that they say like more than 80% of our ocean is unmapped, unobserved, unexplored? My theory, aliens 
possibly fish. <laughs> Isn't that a <laughs> al- already a theory? I mean, what are we thinking? Could that be the case? I mean, it could be, or they could just have a underwater base that we don't even know about because we never go to bother to explore it. Isn't that what that movie, The Abyss, was all about? Yeah, well, I think I there know. are aliens that like crashed and just like evolved in Earth's oceans, but they were like aliens or something. Yeah. Oh, is this uh? So that's what the movie's about, or you're on board with the theory? No, that's what the abyss is about. I'm okay. I, yeah, I, th- I don't know. If, I mean, that's some intelligent fish. Okay, alien fish, dude. I mean, they could have evolved. And we also don't know what's like in ninety percent of our oceans. Apparently, that's what I'm saying. Eighty percent, eighty percent, eighty percent. We got to yeah. get these stats right. <laughs> okay, you think they're just hiding out, never letting themselves be known? Maybe they're like some fucking creature from the Black Lagoon type shit, dude. They're like mermaids. We need to do an episode on mermaids. We we oh, already we done one. That. <laughs> oh shit! We need to do a part two. Okay. Um, okay. Now, another thing I was looking at, if you look at the hotspots on this map, interesting how a lot of these hotspots are close to the 37th parallel. You guys ever heard of this uh, theory within ufology? I have heard of it. And I got to say that I pretty much took that path across the U.S. when I came back to Virginia. Right. I only maybe saw something in the sky like one time around Arizona, New Mexico. And for the rest of the trip, pretty much nothing. Okay, so no aliens. You were looking for the aliens. I was hoping I was going to see something. You were boots on the ground out here, dude. Just like you're saying, you need to apply for arrow. Um, But, you know, there there actually is a decent amount of, um, I think it's Air Force or... Yeah, I think it's Air Force in Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah, so... So why why isn't there any activity there? They just don't give a fuck about the Air Force? All right, well, back to the... Well, just going off for for people that might not know about the 37th parallel, it's basically this line of of latitude, you know, that stretches from Chesapeake Bay, Santa Cruz, Cal to Santa Cruz, California. It's been called the UFO highway, paranormal highway, uh, from coast to coast. This line on the map is, is littered with histories of cattle mutilations, UFO sightings, uh, possible underground military bases and ancient native sacred sites. Now there's a whole book on this by this gentleman, Ben Mesrich, uh, which I was gonna kind of make into an episode, but the book reads more like a, almost like a fantasy novel. It's not. He kind of just strings together theories. I don't know. There's a lot of criticisms with the book, um, and also like coincidentally, um, or maybe not coincidentally, this line of latitude pretty much matches up with the most heavily populated areas all around the world. So obviously, just like we just said with the sensors and tech. The more people there are, the more sightings there are, you know? Yeah. I mean, I I think that could make for an interesting um, episode, and maybe we just touch on the book and pull some information from other places, because I'm sure there's more than just one book about it, you know? 
Well, I think it was this guy, this gentleman's like grand theory. And I think it's mostly kind of bullshit. I don't know. I mean, some of it is kind of interesting. Look into it. Like I said, another episode well, for another these, day. Uh, these government <laughs> programs are mostly bullshit. And here we are covering them. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into uh, speaking of that. Let's get into some past programs, some similarities, you know, um, because are there, you know, similar similarities and differences between the ATIP program, Project Blue Book, any of these other um, government, I guess, run operations to look at UAPs? I mean, what are you guys thinking in terms of similarities, differences? Well, I would say for one, the biggest similarity between all of them is the fact that they're reporting all the same phenomena. And that to me is interesting. The differences are project blue book, obviously in the fifties, it was a, an air force. Um, it was an air force project. And apparently I forget the, the name of the lead scientist, um, J. Allen Hynek. That's right. J. J. Allen Hynek. Apparently, he was told by the U.S. Uh, Air Force to fault to basically come out to the press and say that you know it's all there's no evidence of aliens and like basically you know right. it was a weather balloon Swamp and all that gas. stuff. Yeah, right. Like to kind of blow the like just kind of like we need people to forget about this. So like we're not going to tell them the truth. And it bothered him because he knew that. They didn't solve a lot of the cases, um, and a lot of, and from my understanding, many of the cases were truly anomalous. Uh, but they weren't given the chance to actually give them a, a you know, full inv uh, investigation. And then, and then you fast forward to ATIP, which is obviously more modern. And you know, you got Lu Luis Elizondo coming out as a whistleblower, telling every single news outlet, done so many interviews about how the government is covering up. Um, and that we we know about this alien technology, and that there's you know people in high levels of government who are, have also become whistleblowers, um, that like Harry Senator Harry Reid, for example, uh, and you know people like that. So it's like you're seeing to me, you're just seeing now. Arrow is just it's it's just this evolution of this phenomenon. My biggest thing is like. Are they covering it up? You know, has this been a cover up? Is Luis Elizondo actually speaking truth? You know, and is this new agency kind of just a way for them to continue to mask the truth? Right, right. Okay. Yeah. And I think like going off of that, um, obviously similarities being that they're looking at UFOs, UAPs, the government studying them. There's no fucking secret. They've been doing it for 75 years. Now, the biggest difference. That we I know think of. exactly now the biggest difference I think is the kind of reports being looked at and the leadership of the organizations. Now, obviously, back in the Blue Book days, fifties and sixties, um, the technology for observing was light years behind what we have today. So I feel like with Blue Book, um, this seemed to be more like relying on eyewitness testimony. He said, she said, I saw this. Um, you know, whereas with these new agencies, especially Arrow, they're mostly only interested in concrete evidence like video, radar, satellite images, that type of shit. Um, and it's like we said, basically his whole goal, the Kirkpatrick and Arrow's whole goal is to look at the unknowns and the minute they establish what it is, they pass it off, making it 
as he said, SEP, somebody else's problem. Now he wants to basically integrate Arrow's process across all agencies that deal with UAPs. So we can kind of get faster and faster at analyzing these things, looking at them and seeing which ones we need to look at more closely. Um, now, in terms of the leadership, I was getting into some of this. Now, uh, UAP task force leadership uh, was questionable. You know, um, as we said, that agency also got shit canned. Um, I think they had this gentleman, Travis Taylor, who, who came out and said he was the chief scientist. Now, if you look into this guy, he's basically like he was on all those history channel shows for Skinwalker Ranch. Um, yeah, I was just going to say he was part of the Skinwalker Ranch stuff. So yeah, he's I uh, don't know if I'm buying what he's he's, out. he's yeah, also that's... a science fiction writer. So that's like that's the equivalent of like bringing on Giorgio Sukalos as a subject matter expert for a government operation. So obviously, like you bring on a true hard UFO believer, and I'd say UFO in terms of like Roswell conspiracy cover up, Bill Cooper type stuff. That's not going to be taken very credible, uh, you know. No, not at all. <laughs> and it's it's ridiculous that you know they would even consider that guy to be honest. Now speaking of now, okay, so those are I kind of guess the big differences. Like we said, Arrow's looking at more like cold hard evidence. Now they did but drop. Are they? Okay, so they did drop this video. They dropped this video. Did you guys uh, watch the video? It's like this sphere ball that was captured on a drone um, that just kind of flies in and out of frame. Uh, I mean, what did you guys think of this? Did you have anything? Yeah, I wanted to speak to the, to you know, well, it ties into the video, but kind of what I was explaining earlier. And um, Ryan, I know you're dropping the, the graphic of the UAP reporting trends released by Eros for all you, for all the listeners to check out. But, you know, since I've been saying, uh, you know, since post-World War II, right, we, we uh, people have been kind of speaking about similar sizes of the craft, colors, the way they move, the, their propulsion systems, etc. Um, a big one's Bob Lazar, right? And um, kind of the claims of like various different size craft, like oval, and sh- you know, he described them as oval, triangular shaped, um, translucent, you know, things like that. No visible propulsion systems. These are all things that Bob Lazar was saying in the 80s. Um, and to, you know, for the, for the, for Arrow to come out with this new UAP reporting trends where, you know, they, they, they basically speak on some of these characteristics that they're finding. So, um, you know, some morphology is their round, um, atypical orientation size is about between one to four meters, color, white, silver, translucent altitude between an average of 10,000 to 30,000 feet, where ironically, that's, you know, where our aircraft fly, um, velocity stationary to Mach two. So very fast, um, propulsion, no thermal exhaust detected. Interesting. That's, that's what Bob Lazar was saying back in the day. And, you know, they are admitting, um, intermittent X band radar, um, and things like that. So, we're seeing a lot of similarities in terms of like the characteristics of this craft. And it's just, it's interesting to me. It's like, okay, well, obviously, you know, we're trying to figure out what this is. Um, and you know, this video from my understanding, they, this is one of the videos that arrow has yet to 
um, decipher. Um, it's still a mystery because apparently they just don't have enough SIG in, in intel intelligence to really nail down what you know what this thing is. But right. yeah, I watched it. It's uh, <clears throat> I feel like it's just the again like going back to to what Ryan was saying with like the joke of making it someone else's problem. It's like, how serious are these guys taking it? And I think honestly, maybe like this is the wrong guy to be leading this type of investigational, like government agency, because it seems like he just wants to disprove it and say that it's not nothing extraterrestrial. But also, like, obviously, like, having someone like Travis Taylor on your staff is a joke, but (laughs) maybe they should, maybe they should have someone that's kind of like in the middle there, like, okay, maybe it it could be this, and let's figure out how, like, where this is coming from, or if we can, like, figure out how to, like, trace an origin on it, instead of like, oh, well, the, this is defying the laws of physics, so... Uh, can't understand it and it's just like okay like no shit well, dude. i mean honestly well, i think that's good if you're following the scientific process you know what i mean because if you don't if you can't confirm what it is from scientific means then it's okay to say like it's kind of okay to put it in the cold case files you know um i i personally don't have a problem with kirkpatrick i mean i hope that he means well um from what it sounds like he said that you know they don't have any evidence of extraterrestrial origins, but they're open to the possibility of that. So I can only trust that what he's saying is true. Now, of course, he's government, so, you know. And that, CIA, <laughs> no less. Yeah, exactly. Now, um, also, I mean, go, going back to what I guess both of you were saying, but we'll start with Rob. Like, yeah, it is really kind of nothing new. They're looking at the same data. Um, they're trying to, I guess figure out what these are but it's very hard to do when you have like a video like this and i'll I'll post the video as well because that's going to be virtually impossible for you to get anything from that video and going off of what billy was saying i don't know if we want to blow too much smoke up bob lazar's ass um because i mean we kind of like aired all his shit out on our episode on him. And I don't think Bob Lazar was really saying anything new that wasn't already in UFO circles for years before he came out. That's you know? true. Yeah. But it does go to like, it does go back to what Billy was saying. Like these are, it's the same thing. The altitude, the shape, the color, like it's the same stuff that's been reported uh, probably since going back to the 50s and 60s, you know, even further back with the Foo Fighters and shit, these fucking orbs that are flying around the plane, like it's all it's all the same shit. And as Rob was saying, we're not getting anywhere with it. You have agency after agency coming out saying, oh, we're going to look at this stuff. And then they get shut down. They get moved to a different agency. Nothing new comes out, you know. Now, Kirkpatrick did tell the Senate committee when they dropped this video, he said, this is basically all we have associated with this event from years ago. I don't know how many years ago, um, but he said it's going to be virtually impossible to fully identify anything just based off of that video. So this goes back to the paper he wrote with Avi Loeb. Like, you got to have 
other ways of identifying this stuff, other sensors. Um, and you need, I guess, like a more complete way to kind of capture or monitor these things. I don't know. Um, what are our thoughts there? You know, it seems like we're never going to get anywhere with just these grainy videos or like one radar image. We need to have like multiple sensors set up and who knows if the government's already doing this and maybe that's just classified and they're not disclosing that yet. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, I mean, it, from, from what I understand of the work that they've been done, I mean, that they've been doing, it's a step up from even a tip from what I understand, because they've been able to debunk a lot of these things. Now, I don't know how many videos that a tip realistically debunked versus like truly anomalous that like, you know, to this day, they can't still can't figure out. But the fact that they've been debunking things that narrows the pool, right? I mean, it narrows like, okay, like, these 350 videos are like radar glitches or like, you know, weather blue, you know, whatever the case may be, but these 200, like maybe we don't have enough information. And I, I agree setting up more radars and things like that would benefit for sure. But the work they're doing is, it, you know, to my understanding, they're, they're kind of, uh, <coughs> they're, con they're decreasing, each case is a possibility of something being truly anomalous by they're weeding through the bullshit. Exactly. That's essentially exactly. his job. His job is to essentially the, weed through the bullshit, figure out what we need to look at more. Yeah. So he kind of is a Heineck figure in that sense as like, he is brought on essentially to kind of debunk some of these. Yeah. And I think debunking things are important. Um, I mean, absolutely. Because to sift through. Right. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, obviously, as you said, the, this video in particular is quote-unquote years old, but it's just kind of, like, mind-boggling to me that with the technology available to us in present day, like, there's so many, like, high-definition cameras, you know, there's probably thousands, if not millions, of satellites orbiting around the Earth right now for various reasons. And it's like, right. are these things moving so fast that you can't pick it up on any satellite image, any high definition camera? Like every fucking video is, looks like the goddamn picture of Bigfoot. It's like, obviously there's gotta be more out there that we're not seeing. And like, furthermore, it's like, yeah, you can debunk this as a, like write it off as, oh, this is an extraterrestrial, but then there's also like no definitive answer on what it is. So it's just kind of like back to square one with it. And I, another interesting thing I was reading about Arrow specifically is I think like you were saying, whoa, whoa, we don't have a radar that can capture something going that fast. Um, something I was reading was that I guess there's like filters on a lot of our radar systems and if something is going that fast, it's like, obviously that can't be a plane. So it just filters it out and kind of doesn't catch it. And I think what this Kirkpatrick guy is trying to do is kind of find a better way to like get around some of those filters or I don't know, maybe set up more specific radar or sensors for capturing like these specific types of phenomena. Um. You know, because it's not like the government just has endless money to fucking have some high tech fucking radar shit running 24 seven in the middle of nowhere. That's a waste I of taxpayer money. 
I think they do. Oh, they got to say, hey, other, what did you do with our taxpayer? <laughs> that's true. That's true. Look at but how the, much stuff they spend money on that they don't need to, man. Yeah, but that's to make them think, rich. That's going to yeah, get. That's going to lie in their pockets. This UAP shit's doing nothing yeah, for well, the bankers. Well, it's not going to matter when the aliens come take over. All that money's <laughs> yeah, going to be worthless. <laughs> okay, oh so they got to pull up their bootstraps. Well, yeah, but I'm saying you don't think that it. I mean, obviously, this isn't directed at you. It's. I'm saying they don't. It's, it seems to me like if there is an agency out there that's truly like di- deep diving into this stuff, they're not telling us about it because it seems to me if you have multiple things that are too fast to be picked up on radar, your top technology like via fighter jet pilots can't keep up with it. It's moving at a rate of speed that you can't even track on any technology that we have. And it's able to not only like run laps around your best fighter jets, but it can also just dive into the ocean for however long it wants to before resurfacing. And it's like, okay, obviously this isn't something that was created on earth because your top scientists can't even define what it is. So I don't think that's something you can just write off into the someone else's problem bucket. It's gotta be like, you gotta have someone out there that's working to figure out like, where the hell is this coming from? How is this technology even possible? And it's like, yeah, we didn't make it obviously, or you'd be able to tell us what it is. So it's just kind of, it's just, it's a little concerning, I'll say. Okay. Well, that brings us into our segment on theories. You know, do you have any theories as to what these could be? I will say from our last UAP report, theories remain largely pretty much the same. You know, um, you got theories saying, is this foreign tech? You know, China or Russia, mainly China, probably surveillance. Uh, being utilized as possible weaponry. Um, some people say this could be a possibility, but that's not confirmed. You know, what are we thinking there? I think it's a possibility. I mean, Kirkpatrick did say, and I think that most of the Senate seemed concerned more so of the national security implications of uh, of what these crafts are over whether or not they're aliens, right? Like, um. They're, they're kind of wondering, like, okay, like Rob said, we don't understand what this technology is. It's continuously entering uh, restricted airspace, um, and, and this is a national security threat, first and foremost. So um, my biggest thing is this. Like, if this new agency doesn't – if they don't have access to, like, our black projects, you know, like maybe the, you know, the, the these covert operations of developing – technologies that are beyond what people comprehend like you know from a contemporary standpoint if if they don't know about what's happening on our front i mean the cia apparently didn't even know about that this chinese weather tech weather balloon technology even existed (laughs) weather tech weather tech yeah, whatever right. like they were just like oh what hold on i've never heard it. like what what is this technology it's like it's either a cover-up or i don't know man it's just yeah and i think and going off of that like he talks about uh if you look at the cannonball video we'll call it that that uh silver ball going through the frame um i think he's speaking to that you know 
based on that video, it's going to be pretty hard to confirm if that's like from China or Russia or like you said with the with the balloons. It's not like they print Chinese craft really big on the side of these fucking things, you know? It's not it's not on the side of the UAP like a advertisement like it's a fucking NASCAR. Uh, <laughs> like a giant like Chinese a, flag on the side of the craft. Yeah, or like number 1 UAP. Like you know how they you know how all the buffets are like happy good yum buffet? Like they put like fly right. fast machine <laughs> just like yeah. number 1 UAP on the side of the craft, you know? Um I did like our I did like our prank theory from our last episode that maybe the this alien tech is like drones sent down to kind of prank us. It's like impractical jokers. They're all up there with the microphone and they're like, "Now, now fly really fast and then go in the water. Go in the water and like evade the, the fucking planes." Oh and they're just God. fucking with us, you know? Um or yeah, like you said, Billy, another popular theory is that it's a smoke screen for some of our own black ops or special access programs. Um, this is also a theory we've talked about, similar to the SR-71 or the B-2 stealth bomber. Um, they fucking just let UFO UAP stories come out about that because people would see, well, I just saw a fucking black triangle in the sky and they're like, yeah, probably a UFO. Why don't you go look into that, bud? And we're going to keep working on this fucking um, stealthy military craft, you know? Another reasoning I heard, and this was uh, this was pretty interesting. So if the government, is, if it is a smokescreen, let's say, and the government is faking this whole like UAP UFO stuff as like a, a smoke screen for a Manhattan project type operation, then obviously like the last people you want on the case are a list scientists and physicists and super credible, like scientific people because they're going to immediately just point out the flaws. Um, so, you know, you get these lower grade guys like this Kirkpatrick gentleman who did his studies on making lasers and he kind of just goes before Congress and is like, yeah, we're working on it. Somebody else's problem. That's the whole goal. And they're obviously going to get nowhere with it, but they're going to sound like they're getting somewhere, you know? And, I, and like we know with a lot of this stuff, a lot of government operations, scientific shit, it's all about funding. Um, you know, so if they have some like low grade scientists already on the case, obviously those guys' paychecks are going to be threatened if you get a higher level guy on the case. So they say, oh, let's just shoot for some more like C list, D list scientists, get those guys in here, and uh, nobody's going to know the difference. We're going to get our funding, and then um, the American public can go uh, fuck yourself, you know? It, I mean, it makes sense. Look, if they want to cover this whole thing up, they're going to create a puppet agency like this to basically, like, hand feed the public what they want people to think and then do whatever they do behind the scenes. Right, right. And during the, uh, also during the hearing, Kirkpatrick definitively stated that out of the hundreds of UAP cases his office has reviewed, quote, Arrow has found no credible evidence thus far of extraterrestrial activity, off-world technology, or objects that defy the known laws of physics. So I thought that was pretty interesting because 
so many of these videos you see peddled out are like craft defying the laws of physics. Well, maybe not. Like, is the person that wrote that article a physicist? Do they know exactly how that craft is fucking operating? You know? Right. I mean, he said that only of only a very small percentage of UAP reports display signatures that could reasonably be described as anomalous. Um, so really it's just back to fucking square one. Like Rob said, we don't fucking know. Right. And maybe, and hopefully they'll figure it out. I'm, I'm a little bit more optimistic, but also I'm jaded. Like you guys where I'm like, man, this is probably going to be horseshit, but <laughs> eh. right. kind of the same consensus that I had on the last one is like, even if they did know what's going on and were able to figure something else out than what they've been telling us, that information isn't going to be available to us for years to come. And if it is some elaborate smokescreen, just so that they can be working on their own side projects for like another like high end stealth bomber type thing, like that's obviously not going to be coming out as well. And it's just, it just seems like they keep having these similar programs that don't get anywhere. And they have guys like this that, you know, they're smart enough to do the work, but it's like, do they really care about the subject matter? Or is it just like how he said, like, oh, the whole end goal is to like pass, pass the buck to someone else. Right. And I think that's what, that's exactly what some people say is their biggest gripe with Kirkpatrick. Like they say his motives are to draw out and discredit all these whistleblowers that have been coming forward. And it's like, we've already talked about in this episode. That's wouldn't put that past the government at all in the slightest. I mean, this is exactly what we said. This is exactly what Jay Allen Hynek was brought on blue book to do. And if you look at these gentlemen, Kirkpatrick Looking very similar to Alan Hynek, you know, he's got the Van Dyke, he's got the touch of gray, uh, he's using touch of gray, you know, Th- this guy's like one in the same. He's basically reincarnated. Right. Oh, I, I was, I, no, I was going to say that, like, even in the last part where you said like, a, he says a small percentage are anonymous or like, can I be identified by the laws of physics? It's like, okay, so that stuff does in fact exist. You're, even though it's a small percentage, you're saying that there are those things out there that you can't even understand. So obviously, you know, something created these things and sent them to earth. So it's just like, like he's got his work cut out here, for him. man. It's well, like, he's get- I mean, let's not let's not fully fucking uh, let's not flagrantly vilify this gentleman. I'm saying he's got I'm this not, is a brand new agency. He's got yeah. his work cut out for him. Well, no, I mean, obviously, he's not going to like crack the case tomorrow. But it's right. like you know, at least have some enthusiasm about it, dude. Okay, well, maybe this is just a fucking dry. This is a dry guy, dude. Not a fun guy. Uh, now, now on the contrary of that stuff, like just because he doesn't come out in this first Senate hearing and announce, Hey, we've got alien bodies and we're dissecting them. This doesn't necessarily mean he's part of some like elaborate cover up, Does it? No, 
Because no. I feel like that's a lot of that's a lot of the comments you see and a lot of the hate that this guy gets. It's like he's not telling us anything. This is a fucking cover up. It's all he's a fucking hatchet man. Uh, you know, that type of shit. Well, the the bottom line to me with this whole thing is does the government actually take these aerial anomalous, well not just aerial, but these anomalous threats seriously from a national security perspective? If so, then they really don't know if it's foreign technology or what it is. If they do know and it's a cover-up, then this whole thing, then, you know, this is basically just a big giant show. Of, yeah, right. It's a big fucking yeah. jerk-off fest. Right. So <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's the thing is that's the that's the big question mark to me is like, if they're saying, if they're actually saying what, if they mean what they're saying, then th- this guy, you know, I believe that this agency, yeah, and like to be fair, they just started, so like you got to give them time to most likely not come to anything concrete. Because I do agree with you guys that <laughs> it's probably going to be horseshit, but I'd like to we say we got to give them time to not it. do yeah, it. I mean, like guys, literally, this on. thing's like not even a year old. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Depending on your thoughts on the whole Chinese weather balloon debacle, it shouldn't be a question mark to you because they waited so fucking long to do something about that that it's like, all right, so what happens when a fucking UFO mothership decides it's going to pull an Independence Day on us? You're just going to like sit there twiddling your thumbs for a week and a half until it's no longer over the continental U.S. Because it might kill people. Or are you just going to let it fucking destroy the planet? No, the fucking White House is going to get blown up, dude. Um, Now, I do want to get... Okay, now back to the fucking whole, um, you know, coming back to the realms of reality, you know. um, We're talking hypotheticals here, dude. Just (laughs) like them. We're playing their game. So there's been all these videos that came out after the fucking hearing and a lot of them are like you know people going on news programs and and nbc and shit like that saying oh we have all these whistleblowers and arrows not taking us seriously and i was diving into this a little bit more and apparently there's this gentleman mario woods and robert solace um who claimed to now again this was back in the 70s he's got this guy's like a retired air force dude who says back in the 70s he worked on this fucking missile base and these intercontinental ballistic nuclear missiles like got shut down and he saw a UFO over the base and they're saying they tried to go to Arrow with this and they're not having it, they're not taking them seriously. But it's like, okay, I don't necessarily think those gentlemen are whistleblowers. You know, they're not coming forward with any evidence. They're just telling a story. This is an experience that one guy had. Um, and, you know, if they can't provide any physical or like actionable evidence, what the fuck is Kirkpatrick and Arrow supposed to do with that? What are they supposed to do with a story? You know, they can't, they have, they already are looking at 650 cases. They can't just go off on and send their guys to go hear this fucking guy's story from the 70s. Right. And it's like, okay. It's a story. And so much of what we talk about, even with cryptid stuff and like 
it's like, oh yeah, you know, saw this giant wolf and shot it and it didn't die, you know, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> like, you can't really prove that, like, right, right. So like, what do you do um, with that? You can't really, you can't do any scientific testing to like a narration. I mean, but realistically, couldn't you put the pieces together and decide that? Okay, the government claiming that Roswell was just a weather balloon is clearly bullshit. And ever since around the 40s, let's say, if not earlier, there's been multiple reports that are similar in description of what we're seeing these like shitty grainy videos of today. And it's like, if that stuff's been going on since, what is that? 70 years ago, 80 years ago. It's like, this has been going on for almost a century and no one can still figure out where they're coming from. What's like, what the technology is behind it. It's like, dude, we've had that almost a hundred years to figure (laughs) this shit out and we can't figure it out. So we're just going to keep writing it off. Like there's gotta be more to it than that. In my opinion. Well, I think there's also just so much fucking red tape, especially with the government. I mean, you could look at like, look at fucking Skinwalker, Robert Bigelow. He get he scammed the government for fucking however many millions of dollars <laughs> and still couldn't come up with anything. And it was fully privatized. Well, yeah, um, it sounds like that's what your boy Ari Loeb is trying yeah, that's to do. What Lo- I don't know if he's going to scam the government, but at least he is kind of putting a way to capture these things you know because it's like you said look at all these videos it's like the fucking patterson gimlin bigfoot footage we got to get better fucking sensors out there look at all the stuff that they put out at skinwalker and still haven't seen shit besides some stories so maybe there's nothing to see now okay oh that's bullshit (laughs) okay okay now actually going off of these like whistleblower shit i was going again This episode has so many branch offs and I was going more down the rabbit hole on this gentleman, Gary Nolan. Um, Have you guys heard of him? Mm -mm. Have not. Okay. Now this guy, I guess, again, some type of fucking scientist. Um, Now he recently attended the salt conference talks in New York, um, which is like this fucking tech, like investors type uh, summit thing. Um, and again, similar is, to the, uh, Angelina Jolie film salt. No, no. I think it's much different than that. <laughs> I was actually trying to find out what salt, uh, the conference like salt stands for. I don't fucking think it stands for anything. I don't know where the acronym comes from, but again, this is Something a whole thing along the lines of technology. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Sounds um, like a great conference name. <laughs> yeah now this is again whole other this gentleman is a whole episode we could do another episode on his sightings but uh and his studies in the field but i guess a lot of people find him credible and he goes on this salt conference and said he's he was briefed by the government they wanted to bring him in to kind of help figure out what these things are and they told him hey we're going to show you this video it's going to fucking change your views on life like we have evidence we have like a craft or bodies or something um i'll have to you'll have to look up the talk i'm probably butchering his quote but you know he said they were going to show him something fucking world shattering groundbreaking and then like a week before they just kind of pull the rug out from under him and they're like yeah people don't want you to see this get the fuck out of here and they just kind of write this guy off now other people pointed out and again we've 
talked about it basically this whole episode. There's a common pattern here with all this type of shit and the government's involvement in it. It always seems like it's it's outreach from like credible U.S. government or ex-government contacts. Um, they have these crazy grand claims. Um, they they come out with like planned disclosure on a timeline, and then there's just a last minute change in plans, and then the pattern just repeats across all different groups, departments, whatever you want to call it. You know, it's the same thing. And I was diving even deeper into Gary Nolan and shit. I come across the Wilson memo. Now, have you heard of the Wilson memo? Negative. Okay, a lot of people also find this credible. Essentially, some researchers are tr- were trying to find a special access program that dealt with crashed or retrieved UFOs. Um, they discussed this with Admiral Wilson, who was uh, he was deputy director of the DIA at the time, um, and he was supposed to have oversight on all special access programs. Now he does a search ends up finding the program and was denied access and his career was threatened if he continued to pursue it. Now, this gentleman also confirmed in his memo the existence of MJ-12, which that's controversial. We've I think we got into that on the Bob Lazar episode. Um, so this memo essentially shows that a private defense contractor has a crashed UFO and it's been working to reverse engineer it. It shows that certain deep, unacknowledged special access programs are entirely outside of the government, let alone congressional oversight. And finally, um, Wilson said in his uh, search that he had confirmed the existence of MJ-12 overseeing all crash retrieval programs. Now, it's like we said, MJ-12, it goes back and forth. I always find a lot of shit saying it's been flagrantly debunked um but then shit like this comes out and it says no 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 this was legit all along and you know what i'm thinking gentlemen what you thinking i'm thinking alien summer motherfuckers uh you know there's so many goddamn rabbit holes with this topic um and we can jump into them and they branch off in every direction the stories are full of like interesting characters I'm thinking next we dive into Gary Nolan, this Gary Nolan dude, some of his more outlandish claims that he's made, and we just keep going. Alien Summer, baby. We get into Gary Nolan, Wilson Memo, MJ-12, Richard Feynman, Avi Loeb, Galileo Project, Quantum Gravity, Post-Einsteinian Physics, Pergamon Press, Blue Skies Research, Tensor Calculus, Rentech. It's all there, guys. We just need to connect the dots. That's the fucking, this, the missing link is in here somewhere. Am I fucking going crazy with this shit? This is all connected, dude. I think we should make a meme of you, but put you on the face of Charlie when he's trying to discover that murder. <laughs> <laughs> and I start marching down to Congress and I say, Kirkpatrick, Kirkpatrick, I got to talk to you about Gary Nolan. <laughs> I, mean, I got to talk to you about quantum gravity. Dude, I, this stuff has been living in my head for the past week. I've got like yarn up in the fucking studio right now, but connecting all the fucking dots on these things. And I'm thinking we fucking dive one by one into them and we knock this out all summer, dude. We get to the bottom of the fucking alien paradigm. Well, well shit's pop, popping off right now, man. Shit's, I mean... There's a lot going on in the skies. 
I was just going to say, isn't there something interesting to the fact that every time something is about to come out and then doesn't, it's like almost as if there's like some secret, like underground connection that we don't even know about that's like shutting these people down like hey uh you might want to stop what you're about to do or we're gonna kill you it's the cigarette smoking man dude from x-files and it's like every story that almost gets somewhere just comes to a dead end because probably people are getting threatened about this shit because the government doesn't want to come out and they just keep putting out these programs a tip blue book arrow and it's like, oh, we can't come to a definitive conclusion ever. Right, right. And I, but I think you know, and we'll, we'll get to this before our final thoughts. But um, I think going off of what you were just saying, Rob, it's almost like you look at UFOs, the culture around UFOs, Roswell, conspiracy theories, black projects, black helicopters, Illuminati, all that sort of stuff. It's it's a culture in and in, in of its own thing. You know, we've built this whole podcast more or less off that. Um, and that whole thing is like its own mythology. And before every one of these types of fucking hearings, there's a dozen posts, a dozen articles about what's going to come out. It's going to be a fucking landmine, a bombshell, bombshell disclosure we're getting more facts fucking tom delong's going talking to generals you know um and then after the hearing (laughs) nothing comes out and there's a dozen posts about how oh they're lying they're covering things up it wasn't the right person talking yada 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 i think a lot of this is just people being upset that reality doesn't line up with the mythology that they've been sold You know, you look at UFOs as like a grift and a lot of grifter type characters like, you know, people say Jeremy Corbell is a grifter, Bob Lazar, uh, Stephen Greer. And those guys have built a living, a substantial living off of UFOs and information coming out and kind of dangling the carrot, so to speak. And it's like every one of these meetings kind of refreshes that stuff to the top of the news cycle and they get more hits and they can release. I mean, Jeremy Corbell just released this video that people are clearly debunking as flares. And he's saying, trust me, bro. I have a 10 minute video of it hovering in the air. It's a triangle craft yet. He's only showing a fucking grainy photo. That's like Bigfoot, like you're saying. So I think a little bit of it is that. And then I don't know. I don't know what to make of this arrow. Like I said, I think it's still too young of a program for us to kind of jab it as hard as we did. But it does seem to be like the pattern we discussed. Disclosures coming and then fucking nothing happens. And it's been the same for 75 years. A little little Beauty and the Beast scenario. Tale as old as time. Right. Tale as old as time. That's what I'm saying with this one. Final thoughts on this one. I'm saying we'll keep Arrow in the in the back pocket. You know, we'll keep an eye on these guys. We'll see what comes out. Uh, maybe in two years from now, we'll do another update episode that'll have gotten nowhere. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think? And we want to round this one out. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I'm going to be optimistic with this. I definitely understand that this is not the first rodeo. And um, all I know is there is this, this phenomenon out there. And 
that's what's intriguing to me about it all. You know, this is just whether it's another another facade or a legitimate, you know, effort to understand what this phenomenon is. The fact is, it's happening, and um, it, it's kind of crazy how people don't really talk about this stuff um, as much as like Paris Hilton's latest, like you know, fucking marriage or whatever the hell, like. <laughs> but it's yeah, you know, it's, it, this is some of I, mean, I think in our lifetime, hopefully we'll, you know, I don't think it's going to be anytime soon, but I think hopefully within our lifetime, we'll, we'll get more information on whether or not these ETs are actually, you know, are actually flying around monitoring us. But so probably when we're about 85. Yeah. I mean, maybe like on our deathbed, <laughs> we're like 98. Okay. It's like, oh. You know, if the aliens don't come and take over the planet before then, yeah, they they'd probably go after Rob and anal probe him first or something. You know, they might. They might. Just to reiterate what I've already been saying this whole time is like, it does seem like it just kind of goes in circles and never gets anywhere. But with what you said about. Um, people being upset about the reality not coming to fruition on like what we've always been taught is like a UFO and aliens coming down and extraterrestrials being a real thing. And if, if you buy into that sort of thing and this isn't really like suffice information to acknowledge that this could be what's going on, I think that at least with what he's given so far, it's obvious. It's like pretty obvious to me, at least that he's at least acknowledging that there are crafts out there that cannot be like defined by the laws of physics and picked up by our radars and the the top scientists quote unquote, big quotes on that, uh, that are studying it are saying they can't they can't understand it so i mean obviously like we said they're got to give them some time it's a new it's a new uh branch but at the same time it, it just seems like more of the same from the government and it's like i think there's definitely got to be more going on than we're aware of i would definitely like to believe that that's the case here obviously like if they found alien bodies or alien crafts that they're working on reverse engineering, that's not going to be in the headlines. You know, they're, they want to just kind of keep the American public at bay. That would send everyone into a frenzy. If we saw a fucking alien walking into Congress to talk to him. Well, I think that'd be awesome, dude. I mean, I think it would be cool too, but your average person's going to fucking lose their mind if that happened. Okay. All right, well, there you fucking have it. Uh, basically, nobody knows what the fuck's going on. That's Arrow for you. Uh, so, Moral so, story. That's their tagline. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the tagline of this episode. We've basically, uh, it's been two years since we looked at the Pentagon report, and there's yet another new agency. And folks, this is your tax dollars hard at work. Uh, so we'll see what they come up with the arrow, the Kirkpatrick gentleman, 
I do think it would be interesting to dive into the Avi Loeb side of things with the Galileo project, that sort of shit. Um, but like I said, guys, stay tuned for fucking Alien Summer uh, because it's coming this summer. Um, and there you have it. You know, if you guys have any information out there, if you are high up in some sort of secret black ops government program, reach out to us. We will keep uh, your identity <laughs> secret. You can come on the podcast and let us know what you know. And um, yeah, if anybody else has any any thoughts, any ideas, any theories on what the fuck is going on that maybe Arrow doesn't, uh, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and on this one, I want to cite uh, Physical Constraints on Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon by Kirkpatrick and Loeb, uh, which I will link. Like I said, I'll link that in the description. I will also link the Senate hearing video in the description. Um, I also want to cite Space.com for the Pentagon Aero UFO hearing, April 2023. Uh, Science.org for Pentagon UFO study-led researcher who believes supernatural uh and the black vault.com uh they always do a good job of kind of getting all this stuff out uh in a public forum um so there you have it folks uh once again happy memorial day uh r.i.p to all of our fallen brethren and on that yo thank you loyal legion for tuning in for this one Hopefully you learned a thing or two. Maybe you got some ideas you want to share with us. Feel free to hit us up on the gram podcast from outer space or visit our website podcast from outer space.com where you can learn more about us and you can check out our cool merch. Uh, it's got a link to our store on there. We got t-shirts, we got coffee mugs, we got bandanas and we got some fresh slides for this summer, baby. Uh, the slides are actually sold out. Oh, those oh, are no longer slides available. are sold out. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, shoot. But yeah, uh, thanks, Loyal Legion, for listening in. Um, you know, please comment um, on Instagram and let us know what your theories are on what we discussed with Arrow. Um, you know, and also let us know if there's any topics that you guys would be interested in us diving into with the uh, Alien Summer coming up, which I'm stoked on because, you know, this topic is uh, kind of our bread and butter. But um, with that, we will see you on the flip side of the moon, everyone. Alien summer, baby. Yeah, baby. Tale as old as time. 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 Tale as old as time.